0: Welcome back to the advice from Hannah show. This is your host, Hannah Salazar, and I wanna welcome you to season two, episode 62, called Stress Out, with Dr. Shira Batra, a naturopathic doctor. Now I'm gonna spill some tea. This was taped before the pandemic hit. So the office is temporarily closed. However, they are accepting virtual clients. So if you're in need of a naturopathic doctor, She will hook it up and the website is d-a-r-o-u-wellness.com. That's the rule, wellness.com. Tell her Hannah sent you and she will make you feel at ease instantly. But you don't want to listen to me. You want to get into this episode. So let's get started. And welcome back to the Advice from Hannah show. This is your host, Hannah Salazar, and I'm here with another interview. And I'm super excited about this. But before we jump into this, I want to welcome you and thank you for listening to me. You know that this is the podcast where real emotions are shown and we have raw conversation. So here with me, I have Shira Batra, owner of Daru Wellness. And I'm super excited to have you on. So welcome! Thank you,
1: Hannah. It's amazing to be here with you. Okay, so wild story one
0: of my one of the listeners of the podcast actually introduced me to you virtually, and then now we're having the show. So thank you so much,
1: Pam. It was Pam. It was my office manager. Okay, she was fantastic,
0: Pam. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you so much for the plug, girl. Much love. Really appreciate it, especially since I. You know, I'm always looking for guests. So if you're one of those people that listen to me and you have recommendations, I listen. I do. (laughs) Um, So tell us a bit about yourself. Like, you know, you you have so many hats, but I want you to you I want you to tell us
1: okay so I am uh, a naturopathic doctor and I am also uh, the clinic owner the co-clinic owner of uh, Jeru Wellness Um, I'm actually a recent grad um, so I graduated in 2019 so it's been um, less than a year since I've been in uh, uh, practicing and being my thing but I am I'm doing now like you know trying to learn the lay of the land of how to be a business owner um, and then also putting my practice into place which is fantastic Um, Um, And I'm really excited about both things. That is super fun.
0: So naturopathic doctor, when did the light bulb go off? to do that career? Like, when did you wake up? You're like, okay, I'm going to be (laughs) one today.
1: That's actually very similar to what exactly happened. It wasn't something that I was like, you know, aiming for, for like, since I was a child, I was always aiming to be in um, the healthcare field for sure. Um, I always thought like, you know, I'm going to become a medical doctor and that's what I'm going to do. Um, It wasn't until my fourth year of my undergraduate degree at U of T, um, where I was taking a course called integrative medicine, uh, very simple, and easy and I know I was taking it out of pure interest. People had had good reviews about it in previous years. And, uh, it during, in the, in the course, they had a bunch of naturopathic doctors come in and do just lecturing about what they do, what their uh, style of treating patients is. And that's when I was like sitting there and I was actually in the midst of writing my uh, med school applications because it was my fourth year. It was my final year. And as I'm listening to these naturopathic doctors, I'm like, this is what I want to do. Like, This is, this is what I have been striving for and this is how I want to help people. Like finding the root cause of disease, um, finding, you know, the obstacles of like your body and trying to figure out why you can't get better from something. And the biggest of all is prevention. Like why wait to get the disease when you can prevent it from happening in the first place? And um, that's when I fell in love with the Profession, and I was like, "This is exactly where I want to be," and that's how I got into it. So um, I started to reach out to naturopathic doctors in the area in Toronto downtown, and I uh, asked them if I could shadow them. And I was like, "Hey, can I come to your clinic and just see like how things are gonna run and how you run your business?" Um, and I fell in love, and that was it. So I applied to the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, and here I am, four and a half years later, graduated as a naturopathic doctor and a business owner. <laughs>
0: That was fascinating. I'm so excited. Okay, I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions. So when the light bulb went off that you wanted to be an naturopathic doctor, and here you are, you're telling everyone, I'm going to be a medical doctor. Like, this is what I want to do. How did you kind of do the shift in your mind? Because I know when you want to pursue something that you have no idea, you're scared. So how did that feel for you when you're like, were you just like, nope, this is it? This is what I'm doing?
1: It was a lot like that, to be very honest. Uh, I it, it felt like that. Like, you know, I know this is right. I didn't have that switch of like, am I scared? Am I like, is this the right thing for me? I didn't actually have that at all because I think innately in my body, I knew that this was the type of, practitioner I wanted to be in the future Uh, I think innately I knew that this was how I wanted to treat people whether it be through the uh, conventional medical form or the naturopathic form I I just think I didn't know about this area of expertise um, at that time and I just thought that you know I want to help people I want to help people get better and I want to prevent the disease I just didn't realize that I could be doing that in a different route which would be naturopathic medicine so I think when I was exposed to it I was like well this is it why am I doubting anything? This is what I want to do. So it wasn't, it wasn't a switch for me at all. I think it actually probably opened up the better avenue and was like, that's, that's it for me. And I'm so glad I did so because I feel like I'm so passionate about what I do. Um, and it, it just makes me who I am. And that's what I want to be. And I want to be doing this for the rest of my life.
0: Like, I'm about to sign up for your clinic. I was like, where where can you sold me? I'm like, what, where can I sign up? I'm going to go lay here and you're just, <laughs> tell me everything that's wrong with me now, please, beginning with the lack of sleep.
1: So <laughs> we could talk about that for a very long time. <laughs> so you graduated from school,
0: you're a business owner, and we're definitely going to touch upon that bit later on in the interview. But I have to ask you, because I'm nosy. What is the underlying issue? So you're seeing all these patients now and what is the common thread that you're seeing between all your patients?
1: Uh, it's funny that you asked that. I actually had a conversation about this with someone earlier this week as well. Uh, I think that the underlying issue, at least in the downtown area where I practice, um, I think the biggest concern almost every single person is coming in with and they may or may not realize it, is stress. It's insane the amount of stress that the Toronto downtown core, or any city for that matter, I say Toronto because I'm here, yeah. and you know I'm, I relate to it. Uh, but any city for that matter, the amount of stress knowingly and unknowingly that we carry on our shoulders is unbelievable. Like the amount of stress that you know we take on from the commute alone. You know, people coming from all over the GTA, coming down to work in the middle of the city, like stress for commuting, stress for family, stress for working, stress for maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Like all of these stressors just keep piling on and people are just go, 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 go for like as long as they can go until they break down and then when they come to me or any naturopathic doctor for that matter and they sit down and say hey i have digestive issues i have hormonal issues i have this issue i have that issue and like you know i want to fix this i want to fix that it comes down to the fact that oh my gosh you're stressed let's fix the stress And that will help you fix your hormones. That will help you fix your immune system. That will help you fix your gut and digestion. And of course, there are other supportive things that we often have to do along the way. But I'm finding more and more that stress is becoming a huge underlying factor for a lot of problems. And you know what? That's life. I mean, we live in a very stressful, high-paced environment. We live in a society where, you know, even now getting into universities for kids has become like... You know, when I, I, when I applied for university, um, it was like, wow, you have a 90 average, like you're a genius. And now every other kid has a 95 plus and like getting into universities is stressful. And then staying in university is stressful. And then getting a job is stressful. Everything is stressful. So I feel like it starts at a young age and it just keeps building and you don't realize that's stress anymore. You just think it's life. And I think that's just the way, unfortunately, society works now. And it's the way we function. Uh, I think it's uh, something that we need to acknowledge and figure out how we can manage the stress. Um, But it's definitely there. And it's a huge underlying factor for a lot of things. You just dropped a gem right there. You said stress
0: is a way of life. That was a huge statement. I definitely took that because I'm stressed. I'll be wear the shirt. <laughs> I'll wear the shirt that says "I am stressed." Proceed with caution.
1: And you know what? I feel like everyone has that shirt. They just don't realize it. And I mean, like you know, it's it's easy to say that I'm stressed, but it's a whole other thing to acknowledge it and. Figure out how can I manage that stress and that I think is a huge component of my job. I sit in front of people and I tell them listen there's a way around this you don't have to be stressed we can work your way around it we can so
0: one thing because I you know we're not gonna have a full-on like session so if somebody's listening right now and they're stressed what's like maybe one thing that you can suggest for them to do to kind of curve that.
1: Right this second, if you are reading or if you're listening to this and you are stressed out, breathe, breathe. I would say, honestly, just relax the shoulders, push them down and take a huge breath in and do that five times. It's insane how you will go from being a sympathetic state, which is a fight or flight, you know, like mm. go, 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 go. And if you take five big deep breaths by calming your shoulders, uh, just relaxing the frown lines above your uh, <laughs> on your forehead. The moment you do that and take five big deep breaths, your body starts to shift from that sympathetic, which is the fight or flight stage into a parasympathetic, which is rest and digest and that is like honestly do it right now do it right now people if you're listening to this just if you're in the car if you're just listening to this at home if you're at the gym just take a second relax your shoulders push them down calm those brown lines and breathe it is insane how much breathing can do for you and that's just a simple thing and of course we can get into things like Meditation and yoga and journaling and taking walks and exercising, eating properly, taking the right supplements. And it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. But the basic is, you know what? Start with breathing. Let's start with simple. Let's learn how to breathe properly. Honestly, I don't even know how to breathe. I have this breathing app
0: and it's like, you're doing it wrong. In my God. <laughs>
1: You know, those, even like the new Fitbits and the Apple watches and everything, it'll be like every every like 15 minutes, if your heart rate goes up a little bit, it'll be like, take five minutes to breathe. Take like, minutes.
0: I don't have five minutes right
1: now. was like, what? What am I doing? Am I not breathing? <laughs> and that, that's basically what we're getting at. Like we need to learn how to breathe properly um, and learn how to breathe in the proper time, right? Before mm. you eat. You know, don't eat when you're at like, go go go. Oh yeah, because then you'll be hungry
0: in like ten minutes.
1: You're not yeah. digesting. Yeah. You're not in the rest or digest phase. You're right. in the um, fight or flight stage. So breathing helps move everything into a relaxed state. How do you like? We need to become besties ASAP.
0: <laughs> I, can do, I can't breathe. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna start texting you now. And
1: my response is gonna be relax your shoulders, <laughs> take care of those frown lines, and just take a big oh, deep breath. <laughs> honestly,
0: my next person will give me some Botox lady. I'm
1: interview. Facial acupuncture <laughs> sure. is where you
0: need. <laughs> yeah, like right away. I have to dive into this question because you're a new grad and out of nowhere you're a business owner. So I speak to a lot of business owners. I'd like to think I do anyways. And everybody glamorizes you being a business owner but there's a there's a back end of you You got to keep the lights on you have to keep the employees here you have to keep the practice running like there's so many things that go behind the scenes to you hey, know I'm a business owner how has entrepreneurship been for you for the very first time
1: yeah so <laughs> I didn't expect to be a clinic owner so quickly out of graduating, uh, something that I was studying, and that was medicine. I didn't go to school for business. I went to school to learn how to treat people. And I went to school uh, for medicine and learn how to, you know, use our body and heal the body. And here I am, and I am doing business. And uh, to be very honest, it was a huge learning curve. Um, It was a lot of things that, again, my brain wasn't um, trained in that way. And I think it was a learning curve, but it wasn't something I couldn't handle. Uh, yes, you know, it is glamorized that, Oh, I'm a business owner, but you know what? That's not even wrong. It is glamorous. It's absolutely glamorous. It's such a rewarding experience to be, you know um be able to see the type of people that you work with the type of people you want to work with to build such a community that is so rewarding um it is a fantastic feeling when everything just falls into place and you understand it like the first couple of months of like i don't know what i'm doing but once once I, like, once it stuck with me, once I understood what was going on, and once I had, like, okay, I work with a fantastic group of people. The people that work in this clinic are probably the best group of healthcare practitioners I have ever seen. And That is rewarding. That's the glamorous part. That we work together in such a cohesive unit, and that's what gets keeps me going. So yeah, you you know you have the hardships of like okay, I have to make sure that the clinic is running. I have to make sure that things are always stocked. I have to make sure that everyone's happy. And yeah, that comes with the job. But like that's every job. You're not going to have like a perfect job anywhere. But to be very honest, this is really close to perfect. I love this. Just, just say you have to say it again. Say it again and own it. Just own it when you say it. Like this place is close to perfection. I love this place. Like this clinic. with the people that work here are so amazing. Like we all have this exact same vision, and that Mm -hmm. is to provide the best possible healthcare. In the Toronto community, and it's, it's, we're here to, you know, not only say that, okay, well, you're fixed, but it's more so, how do we prevent you from ever getting sick again? How do we work together with other practitioners? So, a little background of the clinic, we are not only naturopathic doctors. So there's five naturopathic doctors, including myself, but we also have like a bunch of other healthcare practitioners. So we have an acupuncturist, a physiotherapist, an osteopath, mental health therapy, live blood. We have a bioenergetics, like we have so much going on. And I think that's the beauty of it. We work together as a cohesive whole and that's what makes the entrepreneurship so worth it because I'm not only doing what I love, which is treating people and helping people and, you know, coming, overcoming their obstacles, but I'm also working in this dynamic threshold of people that are just here to help. And that's what keeps me going. And yeah, it it is glamorous because it's amazing working with these guys. So uh, I'm very grateful that, yeah, there was a learning curve and I'm still learning. You always are learning. I don't know my business inside and out. Yet I think it's something that I need to keep learning. Um, but that never stops. So yeah, there, I mean, there's going to be hardships along the way and, uh, I've learned a lot of things in the last year or so, but I'm going to continue learning. (laughs) What has been the biggest lesson highlighted? So when you,
0: when you tell yourself, you know, I've learned so much, what has been one of the, I, I call them your, when you hit the pavement, what has been that moment for you that you realize you're like, eh, "Will this hurt, but I learned that
1: I think it I don't think it was technically a moment per se I think it was more so. Like I was the kind of person going through school that I always had an agenda. I always had literally and figuratively, I always had an agenda. Like I had things written out like this week, this day, I'm doing this, this, this. Today I'm waking up and I'm going to do this, this, this. Whether it be for like school assignments, the way I studied extracurriculars, you know, research, like whatever I was doing, I was always set in a mindset where I knew exactly what I was doing each day. I think coming into a business setting or a clinic setting and being an entrepreneur that I think was the hardest for me where I could not go agenda by agenda. I couldn't go day by day. I couldn't go hour by hour because things change. Things are dynamic. Uh, Things are moving at a fast pace. If I came in saying this is what I'm going to do today likely chances are 90% of that wasn't going to happen because things come up and I have to be there to do other things. I have to be there to attend to other concerns. I have to be there to answer questions. And that I think is the beauty behind it in a way. Uh, So that in itself, I think was the whole concept of me being like, okay, what, what am I doing? Like, this is really different for me. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a school setting anymore where I can go day by day, hour by hour. I am in a place where I really need to learn to be flexible. I have to learn to be adaptable to every situation possible. I have to learn to be, you know, there for someone and everyone when they need to me, and I can push other things aside and prioritize. That was, that was it. So it wasn't necessarily a moment. It was more so like, wow, I, this, I, I can't live as a business owner as I did as a student. And that, that was, that was, I think was the biggest change for me. Well, I think you're doing a fabulous job. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) You explained it and I, and I understood, like I saw you being a student and out of nowhere, you're a business owner and and I, but it was very, I felt like you're doing what you're meant to do and it's in your core. So when you're doing what you're meant to do, it just
1: seems Effortless. It Yes, 100%. And I was very scared getting into this. I was like, you know, I went to school for medicine. Am I made out for this? I don't know anything about business. But now that I'm in it, it is 100% for me. This is like, I know in my core, this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to be a doctor as well as a business owner. And I, I am no regrets. No regrets. That answer made me happy. <laughs>
0: No, because it's it's important for me to like whoever I interview for me to know that this is like mm, this is what I'm meant to do. And Absolutely, we're gonna write it out and have a million clinics all over Canada. <laughs> That's just me, though. That's that, now you're just seeing That's
1: high ambitions.
0: <laughs> I, you know, you gotta have them high.
1: Absolutely, I I will not go against that statement at all.
0: You have to. I know that a lot of people, especially females that I that I speak with, we have family life and then we have work life. And if you ask me if I'm balancing them, I'm not. So, <laughs> God, they're just all over the 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 place. I won't tell my story because by the time this airs, it won't even be relevant. But how have you been able to kind of find a, a happy medium <laughs> between the two?
1: Between life and uh, work? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's a bit challenging. Again, I think it was a learning curve that, you know, I can't let... Um, like work life consume me. I don't think that again, in itself was a learning curve at its zone. I had to make sure that you know i if I were go 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 all the time with work, <clears throat> whether it be my practice or whether it be um like business and clinic stuff. I had to, I I know I would go insane. That's the kind of person I am. If that's all I did. I am also a very family oriented person to begin with. Even like throughout my education, like if I was writing a paper or studying, I would be in midst of all of my family and like I'm at it at my computer because that's the type of person I am. Um, So I think if I had separated both of them or if I had, you know, focused only on the business, I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made the last year, be what it was. Um, I value my support system and that is my family and my loved ones. And I needed to make sure that I was putting aside a time, like a time aside for them. And I think that came from me setting boundaries. Uh, and one, it was the adjustment of what I just talked about. Like there was no agenda there. were Like if business needed me at like 9 PM, I have to be there at 9 PM type of thing. Um, but it was also that, I had to be not only flexible, but open-minded and set boundaries for myself that, you know, okay, it is now 7 p.m. I have done everything for the day that I needed to. I need to take the next few hours to wind down with my family and friends and prepare for the next day, which is going to be just as busy. So I really had to set those boundaries. Again, very different from my student lifestyle where I was studying like as soon as I got home from work or from school. You know, like I was in school for nine hours a day and then I'd come home and be like, I have an assignment due or I have a test tomorrow. I have to study. I have to do this. And that was a very go, go, go type of situation. But this was different. This was if I kept go, 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 like I, there was no way I was going to survive this. There was no way I needed to set boundaries for myself. And I needed to say to myself that, listen, I know as much as I want to check that email, as much as I want to do this, I need the next hour to do it again, you have to be flexible. Like if things came up, I had to go ahead and mm-hmm. attend to it. And I'm always, always going to be open to that. But if it's not urgent, and if it's not something or if it's something that can wait until the next day, I take those just couple of hours aside for myself and say, listen, like, if I don't do this right now for myself, I'm not going to function best the next day. And it's worked for me so far. Again, I'm a very flexible person, very adaptable person. When things need to happen, they need to happen. And I am there a hundred percent at any time of the day. But I also put aside time for myself because I think self-care is crucial. And I think self-care is something that is the only thing that will get you through being successful.
0: Absolutely. I, I struggle myself with like the self-care thing. Cause just, I'm, you know, now that you're talking about student life and work life, I'm sitting here like, oh, God, I've never stopped. So it, I've always been go, go, go. So I don't know how to turn off, per se. So for somebody like me <laughs> who doesn't know how to turn off, what is something that you would suggest like to do? Like I have friends that are like no screens after nine and they do all
1: these things. That's a lie in my world. So. No, and that's a lie in my world too. You know, like, as I said, uh, I do have boundaries and, you know, if something can wait until the next morning that's going to wait, it's great. But if it's not, I'm going to be checking my email at 11 p.m., likely checking it at 7 a.m. Life happens. I get it. Um, For advice, per se, and how to shut yourself off, I don't think (laughs) there is anything that can do that. But you can manage it. Mm -hmm. right you can't you I don't think shutting yourself off is good to be very honest if like that's what makes you you that's Mm -hmm. what makes you successful that's what makes you have the personality that you have and I think it's just a matter of managing it Mm -hmm. you know take that extra hour in the day um I, I as much as I tell people that you know turn off your devices if you're not sleeping well Um, after nine. I don't follow that, but I do follow the fact that an hour before bed, phone put away. Because again, I need that to regenerate throughout sleep. Like if I don't, if I'm staring at my phone, the hour before I'm sleeping, I'm not going to be sleeping well. And then I'm not going to be refreshed for the next day that I need to be energized where I need to have hundred percent of my focus. So little things, it doesn't have to be like, oh, after 8 p.m., turn off all devices Mm -hmm. or you have to go to bed at 10 or you have to be up at 7 AM. Like, no, like don't be so hard on yourself. I think the biggest thing is be adaptable, be flexible and set those boundaries where you, if you realize that, you know, I'm not doing well today, I need to go to bed early or I need to just take an hour to myself, take a bath or go for a walk or, do whatever you need to, that helps you do you. That's my advice. Just acknowledge it and take, that's all you need for now an hour, right? If you need more then yes, let's figure out ways to do that. But the biggest advice is like, figure out what your body needs and don't be so hard on yourself. I think the harder you are on yourself, the less you are to comply. The harder you are on yourself saying, I'm going to turn off device at 8 p.m. You're not going to do that.
0: No. Nobody <laughs> likes listening to rules. You're
1: not. You're, you have to listen to your body. You yeah. have to be comfortable with what your body needs. That's. I think that's the biggest thing. That was. How are you just going to come on this.
0: This podcast and body it all. <laughs> I I have to ask. So we've met the businesswoman. The doctor. What are your passions? Like what is something that you do that you enjoy? Shopping. <laughs> I love it. You came around. <laughs> oh, I love to shop.
1: You know, I was this is a little bit of a tangent, but I was recently I just realized that I haven't been shopping as much as I used to in like two or three years ago. I felt like two or three years ago I was constantly shopping and shopping and like online shopping and I'd go to the mall just because I was needed a break for things and I would shop. And just recently I realized I was like, I haven't shopped in like months and I correlated it to the fact that I shopped when I was stressed. I shopped when I was a student studying and I was stressed out. And my go-to would be to log on to the computer and buy something online. <laughs> so I am I am clearly now not as stressed as I was as a student because I've learned how to balance my life and the different hats yeah. that I wear. Um, so I guess that's a good thing. But hands down, shopping is my thing.
0: Shopping is your cardio. You know, I love that you say, said that because I find myself now, like, walking through aisles of the stores. And I'm like, this is a new habit, Hannah. You wouldn't do this. And I literally, like, I, I'm i looking through the sale rack and I'm like, no, no. But I don't need anything. I don't. I have everything I need. But I, I my, ooh, flowered pants. And I here I am buying them. And it's just it's ridiculous. It's- yep.
1: Yep. I, I'm exactly like that. I I love shopping. I know. Like, I don't know if you were expecting me to say like my passions like yoga, which I love by the way, but no. like, like, Oh, I love exercising. I love cooking. I love reading. And those are all great things. I love cooking. I do love reading, but like shopping is great. <laughs> Feels great. <laughs>
0: nothing like opening you know what you i knew you and i would be friends but i get it now it's the whole shop. <laughs> i love love just i don't have much of the patience anymore to go when it's full yeah me
1: neither I just, that's what online shopping's for that's what amazon prime's for this is not sponsored
0: <laughs> not not sponsored from amazon prime but i totally get it like Oh, are you a purse person? Because I'm a total person.
1: Absolutely. I'm everything person shoes, clothes, cute skirts, boots, purses, hair stuff. You name it. Jewelry.
0: Oh, the jewelry. <laughs> Let's not talk about the jewelry. Okay. We have to go shopping. <laughs> we have to go. You have to like curve my. I had a. Th- I, one of my colleagues and I, we go to Dollarama during lunch break and it's literally our therapy session. So we walk the aisles of Dollarama. She tells me what's wrong. So. I can and I always end up spending ten dollars. I don't know how.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you it's therapy. It's great. So that's it comes back to my point of creating boundaries and figuring out what your body needs. And if your body doesn't need to turn off the phone at eight PM and you can go by and you need to go shopping instead, do it. Listen to your body. Listen mm-hmm. to what your body needs. Whether it be like you know, I need to work out today. And if that's what your body needs, do it. Do not stop yourself from doing something your body needs.
0: I love that. I feel like that's that's the trending topic here. Like, just do what your body needs. I, I really like that. I have this challenge online. Um, So, shout out to my husband because he says I need to ask everybody this. So, I have a one-day challenge. So, Demi, um, Demi Lovato, she tweeted that one day she was going to sing at the Super Bowl Mm. and 10 years later it happened so I'm now I'm on the quest to ask everybody this question just in case when you do the thing that you do hello I heard it first (laughs) so what is your one day challenge like what is your one day wish that you have that it's like you know me for instance I want to fill up the ACC so it's 19,800 seats I want to fill it up Wow! and I want people to come see me speak because my mother said That is when she'll come see me speak. So that is like my one day challenge. And I want to light it up and have everyone pull out their phones and while I talk. Nonetheless. Oh
1: my gosh. I love that. (laughs) That is amazing. I'm going to be there. Absolutely. You're getting a VIP
0: now. What? Love it. Uh, You interviewed with me (laughs) now in the trenches. Of course. I'm going to look up this whole podcast and be like, you get a big pass and you get another
1: pass. (laughs) I'm so excited for this one day to come. (laughs) Me too. If anybody
0: on here is listening to me, I literally, it's probably what I've been telling people. I, I'm like, I'm going to fill up the ACC. I don't know what I'll do if like the time happens. I'm like, oh my God, no.
1: <laughs> no, you'll be great. Um, My one day. That's interesting. Um, I think one day. I would like to, like, you mentioned this at the very beginning of our interview. I would like to have multiple locations. I would like to one day be able to not only be restricted to people in the downtown core, uh, which is great. We have people that come from all over the GTA to our clinic, and I think that's fantastic. But I would be able, I would want to be able to give the amazing health care that we have here today to other parts of the GTA, other parts of Ontario. Um, So one day I would like to be able to provide that kind of service um, and have it to people for everyone to be accessible
0: to. That's phenomenal. I'm down. I'm down for the cause. I'll be, I'll be your angel investor. Just let, just (laughs) let me stack. Let me stack a bit more.
1: Love Uh, it. Love it.
0: But no, I think that's, I think that's a fabulous one day. And, you could totally do it because that's what I said when I when I I'm like, okay, so when is she going to do this somewhere else?
1: So. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that at the beginning because, like, when you said it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's it's you. It's the Hannah effect. I swear to you. Like I tell I tell things to people, and they're like, how did you know? I'm like, I
1: I just knew. I just knew. This, this is why, this is why we're friends.
0: <laughs> right? You totally get it. You totally get it. <laughs> This has been fun. I want to give you the floor so everybody can follow you online. Where's the clinic located and where can we find you and all your goodness?
1: Absolutely. So we are located, the clinic is Dru Wellness. We are located uh, by Trinity Bellwoods in Toronto on Queen West. And, uh, we, you can find me, um, either at the Drew wellness website, which is simple drewwellness.com, or you can find me at my personal website, which is drshrayabatra.com, uh, um, or my Instagram or Facebook also drshrayabatra. So super easy to find. Um, hopefully, uh, if you like this or if you want to chat about anything to do with stress, hormones, digestive health, cardiovascular health, you name it. Um, I'd love to chat and uh, meet up with anyone. So, Definitely reach
0: out. Thank you so much for being on. I really learned so much from this, and I know that the listeners will too. As always, this is your favorite host, Advice from Hannah, coming at you from the Wellness on Richmond Street in downtown Toronto. Toodles! Oh, Yay! We did it! That, that was awesome. great. Was that fun? That
1: was so great.